coming through the door. I think we've met somewhere before. Hello, love. Hello. Hello, love. Where in the world have you been so long? I missed you so since you've been gone. Hello, love. I miss you whenever you're not around, but I am glad that you are here, my friend. Joining us for the Watchdog Morning Show. Make yourself feel right at home. I hope you plan on staying long. Come in, love. Make yourself feel right at home. Come on in, Come sit in, down, love. grab your morning beverage, whatever it might be. I've still got a little bit of my S. Pellegrino sparkling natural mineral water that I am drinking this morning, and also a little bit of my uh, morning coffee left over as well. Bob, you work on Power Aid over there, I assume? Zero sugar, zero calories, Howard. Uh, and uh, whatever you all are drinking. Uh, and if you're coming off third shift and you're having a beer, that's okay. If you're going on work, I'd say not so much the beer. But uh, whatever you're having for your morning beverage, uh, drink it with us today and every weekday. 8, 10, 10 minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 29 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 28 at the Highlands. 25 in Elm Grove in my backyard and 27 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Mostly sunny today. Temperatures in the low 40s. Cloud with some rain coming in tomorrow, but warming up into the 50s. We will be talking coming up in the next half hour of the show with Sonia Toms, who is with the Wheeling Symphony, their new executive director, about the upcoming concert featuring one of the stars from Hamilton, the very popular, uh, super popular, uber popular uh Broadway show. We'll talk about that. It's Valentine's Day. We're asking you all, where do you think the best places to take your sweetheart might be here in the Upper Ohio Valley? Which uh, restaurant? I, I'm assuming restaurant is the number one choice. I don't know. Maybe you think on, going on a movie date is a good idea. Whatever you think you want to do, whether you are doing it or not, whether you did do it when you were a kid, when you wish you had done it younger, uh, where would you like to take people for uh, your sweetie for Valentine's Day? Uh, give us a call, 304-232-8255, or you're welcome to uh, text us, 304-214-1600. Um, got a, a text from one of our old listeners, old, uh, old long-time listeners, I guess I should say, uh, Bill and Carol Sykes. And uh, Now, Bill was not talking about something that's open anymore. He said when uh, when they were dating, he used to go to Eric's Steakhouse. He thought that was a great place. That was a good one, yes. That was, that was, uh, that was a good one. I, I'm, I, uh, I go with um, <clears throat> Adam Fike, who had said uh, Figaretti's would be a, a good place. I think I'm, I'm in for that. That makes some sense. You got any thoughts? I was at Figaretti's yesterday. Figaretti's, uh, I'm, I'm the biggest fan out there. I love it. It's my favorite Italian uh, place a place around here i, I go to figure figuretti's i grew up on figuretti's but if i was looking for a romantic night now i'm way out of practice on this <laughs> and when i was in practice i looked nothing like i looked like today so it was totally totally different i don't have much to work with these days howard but if i did have a, a valentine that was uh, acceptive and, and and took my invitation i would take her to undo's in benwood it's a good choice. I think that's a great choice. I'd look for a little corner table where I would have her attention and nothing but her attention. And I would uh, start my evening off there. We'd have a nice uh, dinner, maybe something we could share if she's not a, a germaphobe. And uh, then I would drive her to Elm Grove and we would go to Wakeham's. And we would sit there and maybe try to get a little beer buzz on. I'd, I'd Maybe if I'm way, way out of practice, I'd get an idea on 
how the evening was going to end, Howard. And maybe after a little beer buzz at Wakeham's, we could walk to my place, leave the car. We don't want to break any any laws. Well, you're within walking distance, yeah. We'll, we'll walk to hand in hand, hand walk in to hand. my house, Howard. Voila, the bachelor pad that has become. <laughs> and uh, that would be my evening. I have to say, I've never thought of Wakeham's as a <laughs> romantic venue. Not that I don't love Wakeham's. Um, Hot dogs and beer and pool tables. Well, we've already eaten. We but might, sh- we might shoot a couple games of pool, have a little beer, Howard. We're drinking beer. <clears throat> but I'm with you. Uh, as far as romantic, I think Undo's uh, and any of the Undo's restaurants. But Benwood is the original, and there is a little more a sense of old Italy there. You know, you just feel that way. We were there for a Sunday dinner last week. and just It's a, just a great place. Food's good. Kind of like the lady in the tramp. You know what I'm saying, Howard? Get a little corner booth. It's <laughs> that, dark. That's it. Talk a little smack. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to eat the spaghetti and right up to each right other's Right up mouth. there. Yeah. Now, if I was loaded, if money was no object and I was really trying to impress my – now, this woman would have to be my – you know, I'd, I'd have to know or we'd have to be in a relationship. You couldn't do any better than Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack. Yeah. Go there, get a nice room. The restaurants are there. The bar is there. The gambling aspect is there. They stay open all night long. What if they have? That's where I would what go. What if they have a Valentine's Day package? I bet they do. I bet they do. I don't know that. But uh, Kim Florence, if you're listening, like I know you do every morning, give us a call. Yeah, yes. Tell us what you're. Uh, it's probably too late to book one, but curious what, uh, what Next they're year. doing. Uh, that's actually the, the casino is a good idea. The Wheeling Hotel Casino and Racetrack. That is actually a good idea. Um, there was an article in um, it's a statewide magazine. I'm looking to see who the statewide. I'm trying to think who the statewide. Anyway, I don't know. Who, I don't know. Who, I don't know what this magazine is. It listed some of the most romantic restaurants in West Virginia. Now, I'm going to agree with one, and I'm going to not agree with the other. Uh, two local restaurants made the list of the most romantic in West Virginia. Uh, our local restaurants, the one which I think is probably is a good one, Ellen Jack's. Uh, it's a little upscale restaurant. It's uh, run by the people who own Avenue Eats. But it's a totally different kind of atmosphere and menu. It's a more of a, of a tablecloth uh, upscale place. Um, got a martini bar there, that sort of thing. So uh, Ellen Jack's, I would agree with that. It's listed in this list of one of the um, uh, most romantic restaurants in West Virginia. Now, the other one, Bob, that this magazine suggested is the Elenfeld Dining Room at Ogilvy. Now, their food is good, and they do a good job. And I love like their, their Sunday brunch buffet and the prime rib buffet they have from time to time, seafood buffets. And the, I, I'm, I like the Elenfield Dining Room. I would not call that romantic in any way. Uh, to me, it's just not. Now, if you, maybe like you said, if, oh, and besides which, by the way, Elenfield Dining Room is closed right now. Can't go there. You can't go there. You can't go there. You can't go to the Glassworks right now. Yeah, I think you and I are on the same page. We're looking for a little dark place, a little place where you can go in or that has a great atmosphere. And how did it all coming back to me? You know, I've been out of practice for 30 years. I always did a lot better when I had my dates boozing it up. So, yeah, that's <laughs> very, Wakeham's is very, very important. <laughs> and uh, I guess, again, if the Elenfield Dining Room was open, uh, it's not. And by the way, the reason it's closed is they're doing all that huge renovation work to the entire front of the Ogilvy uh, Wilson Lodge. Um, and so much of the lodge is actually closed. Um, but I guess if it was open, it would be kind of like your Wheeling Island suggestion. That would be go get a room at Wilson Lodge. One stop. You know, just have a have a pleasant evening and go out. Yeah, yeah right. 
All right, looking for romantic restaurants here in the upper. Oh, again, I want to be clear. It doesn't have to be a restaurant, but a romantic date. What would you do if you're taking your sweetie out someplace tonight? 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. Off the text line, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Um, this is up in Steubenville, but I, I, this is a good place. Naples up in Steubenville. It's a good restaurant. All right, more texts, more calls. We'll take them in a minute. Plus, Victoria Jones coming by next. Watchdog Morning Show. Race to savings on your next project. Right now, at Menards. Brighten your space with Sylvania True Wave LED bulbs. True Wave closely mimics natural sunlight and features superior dimming control, helping you see better and feel better. Right now, receive a $10 mail-in rebate when you spend $40 on True Wave LED light bulbs at Menards. Price is good through February 18th. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. My name is Waleed Garib. I'm an interventional cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia and really across the country to know. The goal of healthcare is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive. It's to help you thrive. And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal. And we're going to keep working at it until we get as close to it as possible. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. When the rain's blowing in your face And the whole world is on your case I would offer you a warm embrace To make you feel my Love songs, of course, the bumper music theme of this Valentine's Day edition of the Watchdog Morning Show. 29 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 28 at the Highlands, 25 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 27 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. Sunny today, daytime high in the low 40s, cloudy tomorrow with some rain showers, but it'll be going into the low 50s for the day tomorrow. Let's bring in, uh, it's time for us to visit with Vicki. It's our weekly visit with Victoria. Uh-oh. No, you can start that all over again. Good morning, Victoria. Thank you. You don't like Vicky? Yep. Nope, not to you, I'm not. Oh, you have anybody special that you're Vicky to? Just 
my nephews. Ah. And, and my and my and my great nephew. Okay. You have any big Valentine, okay. any Valentine's Day plan? We're talking about uh, Valentine's Day dates and dinners and where to go. You have any big plans for today? Take that as a no. Sound like Donnie Gilbert. I take that as a no. <laughs> yeah. And, and frankly, after that bumper music, any plans I might have had would have been shattered. Oh. What, that was one of the most miserable pieces of music I ever heard. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're, you're, Happy Valentine's Day to yeah, you too, Victoria. Yeah. Okay, so that's far, uh, you got two strikes going on, Victoria. I want you to know that. Third strike and you're out here. That's the kind of piece of music where you go... Anybody got any gin? Where's the tangerine? Well, that's okay. I like tangerine. Well, I don't drink anymore, but I used to like tangerine. Um, yeah. Let me let me let me let me try and approach this from a different perspective. Okay. When you were dating, what would wait, have been? Which, a, wait, wait, which I might. I might. Okay. What would have been the perfect Valentine's Day date for you? Oh well, I like going out for dinner, and I thought it was very interesting, Bob. That you like extremely dark places. <laughs> well, doesn't I mean, doesn't dark equal romantic in some ways? Depends what you're trying to hide. Well, or, the, or, 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 or how I've got plenty to hide, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, uh, I understand. Or how filthy the restaurant is. You know, if you hear scuttling on the floor. Yeah. Um, uh, I I like uh, I like going out to dinner, and because uh, I love, I'm a foodie. You know, I was very interested in your in your restaurant reviews. Um, uh, so I love going out to dinner. I love romantic restaurants. I like going somewhere first and going out to dinner. I like to. I also like to linger over a menu. Nothing drives me madder quicker than somebody who looks over the menu and says, "I'll have the 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 and the the." And I said, "Wait a second. Yeah. I like to take a long time over a menu. I like to deliberate. I like to think about it, and I like to discuss." Oh, I'm thinking about that. And do you know what that is? Because I haven't seen that before. And then I Google what it is and what it might taste like. And, you know, I like to do that kind of thing and really, really make looking at the menu and having fun with it part of it. That's a good point. Otherwise, yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. I, you know, I guess in general, I like the whole process of a meal, especially if it's a, a date type thing, to be a slower process, you know. I, yeah. I I find myself really irritated when I go into a place, a nice place or not, good food or not. I go in, I sit down, they're like, "What do you want? Here it is. Here's your salad. Here's your boom, bang, bang, bang." It's like it's like they want to get me in, get me out, move me along. I hate that. Yes. Victoria would yes. hate me because I don't even look at the menu. I already know what I want before she even comes oh. over. I I know what I want. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm a, and, you know, yeah, and you know, th there is a restaurant that's open just very close to us. Um, a very fabulous restaurant. A girlfriend of mine who's moved a couple of years ago to live with her mom in um, Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, to help her mom about. And she came up last week, and I said, um, "Look, let's let's go to this place because I I went there the opening week, and it's fan fabulous." I said, "I'm probably going to have three appetizers because the appetizers <laughs> were incredible. Yes. I'm, I'm probably not going to have a main course this time because I had the duck last time, and it was incredible." So. I'm, we're, we're lingering and you know looking, and I said I've no idea. There were several things I looked up, and so I, I ordered three appetizers, and she had an appetizer and a main, and I, and I said, to, but I was very clear to the waiter. I said, I do not want my appetizers to come together. Yes, I want this one, and then this one, and then 
Uh, and, and this one can come because it was a fascinating sort of a crystal bread thing with stuff on it. And I said, this can come and we'll have this together, the two of us sharing it as bread. And then I want this one, which was a king crab, pekio, something, something. This can come and we'll have this while my friend has the duck. Yes. And he said, absolutely. And they got it right. The audience has heard me talk about this before. Pacing a meal is vital to me. It's vital. Yes. And I was at a nice restaurant recently, and the food was great, and the, re- the, the, the server was really good, but they were bringing me things too quickly. You know, first of all, they brought me the salad before the, uh, the appetizer. That bugged me, but okay. Oh, but, right. okay, okay. Can I, I can live with that. But then while I'm still w- working with the salad, bam, here comes the appetizer. It's like, okay, I don't really want both of these on my table at the same time. I wanted it, but that's okay. And then she starts to bring the, the entree. No. And, and she caught herself. She said, you know, I think maybe we're moving a little bit too fast for you. And I thought, you damn right you're moving too fast. When I go yeah. out to a nice place to eat, I want to take it slow. I want to have a nice, you know, I'm, generally I'll have the usual course. I'll have an appetizer. I'll have a, a salad. I'll have the entree, I'll have a dessert, but I want them to come in a leisurely way. I want to linger over the salad, enjoy the appetizer, and then when the entree comes, I want to have, don't put them all on my table at the same time, if for no other reason than I don't have room on my table. No, so, there's not room on the table, and then there's the question of it getting cold. Yes. And 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 so then what happens, if it, if it's a nice restaurant, what happens to to the, the, the tasting of it and, and the sauce and things? So then, okay, so then... Uh, she says, I'll, I'll, I'll take away your entree. Okay, then what's going to happen to it? Yes. Depending on what it was, is she bringing it back, or are they going to cook your fresh one? Yes, exactly. For example, I am a big fan of prime rib, so right. and, I, and I like mine medium rare. Well, if you, oh. if you bring it to me early, and then you say, oh, well, I'll take it back. Well, wait a minute. By the time you take it back... And let me finish up. Now you, it's gone up. You know, it's 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 no longer yeah. what I want. So, anyways, I, I'm with you completely on that. And I never I never thought about taking time to review the menu. But you're right. I do like to take time to review the menu. Do you literally Google the the items though? Well, it depends. At this at this restaurant, they they have uh, some items that I yes I do because I I like I'm a big Googler. But they have items that I haven't heard of before and. So I think, well, what is that going to taste like in this dish? And so I do. And sometimes I ask the, you know, the waiter, um, and they are knowledgeable. But sometimes, you know, if you Google something, um, it'll not only give you what it is, but it will say, this is what it tastes like. And that's very helpful. I so appreciate a server, and it's usually the management that, that makes servers do this, a server who knows the menu from personal experience. When yeah. I say, uh, you know, I don't know, I've, I've never tried the blah de blah. Uh, what, you know, have, what do you think about it? And when they can say, yes, you know, I've had it myself and I really like it, or it's really spicy. I don't know if you're going to want that, sir. But they can give me a, a, a review, if you will, from their own experience. When the server is knowledgeable about their menu, that's really that's a big deal to me. Yes, I like them because uh, good restaurants will, will will have them try everything. Um, uh, you know, because that's what their their dinner is. You know, it's something off the menu. They they have to eat it. What I don't always like is when they say, "I, you know, I can I recommend that. Uh, you know, I I think you should have this." And I'm thinking, 
you don't know my palate. Yeah. Well, that that's probably somebody is getting a uh, you know is going to get a bonus for selling X number of those items. You know, there is there is that's a different reason they they recommend things to you. I always enjoy. No, that's not the right word. I always appreciate a server who will tell me stay away from something. You know, yes. you know, the salmon is not really good tonight, sir. Maybe you want to try something else. I mean, that to me says, okay, you're willing to tell me a negative thing about your own place, which means you're being honest with me. Now, now I'm yes. in. Now I'm really into what it is that you have here because you were honest with me about that. So I like that. I'm totally into that. And I respect the server and I respect the restaurant more, too, um, much more, because, it, you know, if they're saying, you know, I, I, I don't think that's, that's the best item on the menu tonight. Um, I, I would lean more towards this today. I, I'm, I, my respect for the server has immediately gone up. My respect for their knowledge and, and my respect for management for hiring them has gone up. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, can, I, I completely agree. So I, I think we're both. But I, I've been out to lunch with Bob frequently. Bob, he, he walks in and says, I know what I want. Don't give me the menu. I know what I want. So it's uh, so you. He's looked at the menu, but I do that too. But it doesn't help me because I forget and I go and look at look at the menu afresh when I sit down. Well, there's one particular restaurant that I go to a lot, you know, a couple times a week for lunch, and I I know the menu by heart because I'm there so often. But I still want to have it in front of me and kind of scan it and look at it and think of it and you know, do I want this? Do I want that? Having that menu in front of me is, just helps me to kind of. Think it through. I, I, some, and sometimes I, I go in thinking I want something, and I look at the menu and go, you know what? I think I'll try something different. So, uh, I'm, I'm not a. But Bob's a. I, I, I can tell you what he's in order when we go into any restaurant. But I don't live in New York City either. If I was in different right, restaurants right. all the time, yeah, I'd look at the menu. Right. Exactly. Uh, Victoria, what kind of uh, what kind of restaurant do you prefer? Are you are you are you a meat eater? Seafood? You like seafood? I, I really don't know. I should know this after all the years we've known each other. But, uh, what do you like? I, I like them both. Um, I, I, I very much like them both. I love, I love a really good New York strip. Mm. It has to be a really good one, and it's not something I eat every day. I do get cravings. Um, I, like, I like some seafood. Um, shellfish I'm very particular about, but I love it. I do, I do not like calamari or anything like that because it just gives me the creeps. Um, I, love, <laughs> I love salmon. I love scallops. Um, I love, I love, I love all, all those things. Um, chicken I like, but it, I, I stay away from it because it's something that's so easy to have at home. I, I love duck. Yeah, I agree um, with you. I agree with you. I, you know. Chicken, I like chicken, but I, I've generally almost never eat, ordered at a restaurant because yeah, you can have it almost, almost any time. You mentioned salmon. Uh, as you know, uh, my wife and I were at the Greenbrier at Christmas time. And I had a salmon Benedict, an eggs Benedict with salmon Ooh, on. Now the yeah. Greenbrier chefs are extremely good. I'm going to tell you, it was some of, one of the best meals I ever had. Was that salmon Benedict? Man, was that good! Um, but again, you got it. And then, and then I tried it at home. It's like, well, gee, somehow salmon from Kroger's. Not <laughs> the same. Doesn't no. It doesn't. Doesn't. No. It doesn't quite no, work out. No. Yeah. You, you. You need. You really need um, fishmonger. Yes. That's what you need is a fishmonger because there's nothing like a local fishmonger. You know what one of my very favorite things is? Because it's actually one of the first things I had when I first visited the States. It is a really good toasted 
tuna sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. I, I do like oh. that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, Victoria, you have another uh, guest, another uh, show to do, and I have to move on. And I didn't know where we were going today, so I thought we'd talk about Valentine's Day. We'll see what's uh, what's up next week. How's that sound? That sounds good. I'm I'm going to the kitchen now. Is that's where I'm going? <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. Appreciate okay. it. Uh, regular we, uh, weekly visit with Victoria Jones. Um, and uh, we I learned a couple things there. I did. I well, first of all, I don't know if I'd want to take my uh, va- uh, Valentine dinner with Victoria Jones, <laughs> and I don't know if I'd want to be her server. I'm thinking she might have got the special ta- sauce oh. a couple times, Howard, and didn't even know it. I think she's probably very fussy. I think she's very fussy. I think she's she's very fussy, but I am too. I mean, I I am too. I really am. And and server, I, as you well know, you know, if a server treats me well, I'm treat them well. But I I I want a server that's knowledgeable, and I want as we've talked. I've talked this on the show many times. Pacing a meal is so important to me. That is important. Uh, I normally don't do the 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 stages like you do, so that doesn't come into play as much to me. But I'm, I'm different, so I know right away communication is very, very important. I want them to know what I want. You're and, very, but you're very specific when you place an order. And I think I do it maybe not as snooty as, uh, is that a word? Uh, snooty, yes. Snooty as, as Victoria. I want this. and then, Again, I don't want the special sauce is what I don't want. Uh, off the Frio Stack Ox Service text line, Asking you all for your thoughts on the a place to take people, your sweetie, for Valentine's Day. Uh, we've had a couple of folks referencing things of the past. Our friends, the Sykes, suggested Eric's Steakhouse back in the old day. Here's another one, um, and I, this was a great place when it was around, Bob. I don't know if you ever went there or not. Calavini's, which was over in St. Clairsville. It's where, actually, Stewart's RV is no longer there either, but Stewart's RV took its place, and they were there for a long time. I don't time. remember that one. Oh, it was a, it was a supper club, and it was, um, hmm. It was just a great supper club, Calavini Supper Club. All right, it's 8.34, 26 for the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, if you're looking for a romantic date, maybe not for Valentine's Day, but just in general, maybe take them to the symphony. We'll talk about what's coming at the Wheeling Symphony next on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good Wednesday morning, everyone, and happy Valentine's Day. Starting out with your headlines this morning, for over a month now, Yorkville residents have been without a local police department following the resignation of former Chief John Morelli. Both the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department and Tiltonsville Police presented proposals to council at last night's meeting to hire a deputy on for 40 hours a week, 24-7 coverage, and a possible YTR law enforcement agency. Council has had three committee meetings also considering police force assistance from Martins Ferry and Bridgeport. There are some discrepancies in costs that the council says they will need to meet with their finance committee over. Now, despite Jefferson and Belmont County Sheriff's Department managing Yorkville's calls, residents worry about longer response times without a local deputy. Meanwhile, Yorkville continues to seek a police chief. And some continuing coverage this morning. Late yesterday afternoon, fire teams were dispatched to a blaze near Trigg Construction and Home Improvement, located in Neffs on Sand Hill Road. One building could be seen with extensive damage and a heavy amount of smoke pouring out. Details are limited at this time, but we're told no one was injured. Stay with 7 News for updates. All new this morning, West Virginia Governor Jim Justice and First Lady Kathy are delighted to share that Baby Dog, the state's cherished first pet, has successfully undergone her initial ACL surgery. Justice announced last week that Baby Dog was set to undergo two surgeries to repair ACLs in both of her back legs. Baby Dog's surgery was performed by a renowned vet and a pet hospital in Maryland. 
And it's astonishing to think that almost four years have passed since the onset of the pandemic. In the latest development, the CDC is anticipating to once again revise the isolation guidelines for individuals diagnosed with COVID. Instead of having to isolate for five days, the CDC is expected to change it. So you must only isolate until you have been fever free for 24 hours without the aid of fever reducing medication. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday and a fantastic Valentine's Day. I'm Taylor Long working for you. It's gymnastics, it's wrestling, it's Beauty and the Beast, and a whole lot more. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That's Story More coming up on today's Mountaineer Report, brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce. With no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower than low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happy Valentine's Day to you. It's Wednesday, middle of the week, so I thought I'd give you a couple of days advance notice if you're looking for something to do this weekend. If you've got young ones, the WVU Athletic Department is putting together its annual Mountaineer Fan Fest that coincides with the gymnastics and wrestling team's Beauty and the Beast promotion. All of this takes place inside the Coliseum Sunday. The Gold Gate opens up at 1 o'clock. Fan Fest activities take place for an hour, and then the actual wrestling and the gymnastics competition will begin at 2 o'clock. This is a neat thing. In addition to individual teams having stations around the concourse of the Coliseum, there will be a pink shaker giveaway to the first 1,000 fans in honor of the gymnastics and the wrestling teams. Also, a commemorative Beauty and the Beast poster will be given to the first 500 fans and Mr. Twister will be providing balloon art and face painting. You get this. This is for the younger ones. Also, Mountaineer Fan Fest will include a selfie station with the WVU football team. Several Mountaineers will be on hand to have that done. Team autographs and the meet and greet with the rifle team. We'll have a coloring station with the Mountaineer rowing team. Fan station, support station with the WVU cheer and dance teams. A pull-up bar activity with the cross-country and track and field teams, and a dry land activity center with the WVU swimming and diving team. Should be a lot of fun. Once again, all the activity begins 1 o'clock at the Coliseum on Sunday. Tickets, just $8. That is today's Mountaineer Report, brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted Judge of the Year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson. 
and I respectfully ask for your vote. Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge. Trio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Trio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Trio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Close your eyes on me and you can be with me. Neath our ways through the caves of ours. Long forgotten now. We're all Despite what Victoria Jones said, I think you've made some good selections. This Thank morning. you, Howard. She clearly did not care for. Yeah, she kind of she, she hurt me, Howard. <laughs> she was she started off a little rough there, you know. I called her Vicky. That didn't work with I it. I thought she's. I love Garth Brooks. I just love that song. That was a ton of worst. She songs sounded like Don, Donnie Gilbert. She went. <laughs> <laughs> and she apparently thinks she want to go into a dark restaurant to hide something. Hide stuff, I, Howard. Know. I love her dearly. We've known her for years. Uh, you know, Bob, you and I have been with her a number of times in D.C. on our various and sundry radio remotes. But, man, I don't know. I don't know if I want to take her on a Valentine's Day date today. She seemed a little grumpy. Don't call her Vicky. Be, <laughs> be real careful what CD you put on. Because unlike you, Howard, you couldn't wait to get to the restaurant. So she would get on the waiter's ass to leave you alone on the date. My goodness. All right. 18 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I'm going to talk about the Wheeling Symphony now. Uh, uh, Sonia Toms is with us. Good morning. It's nice to see you. You're brand new to me and fairly new to the area, right? Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I've been here six months in Wheeling. Yeah, she's the executive director. What does that mean? What do you do? Oh, oversee all. I mean, I know that John does this with the, with the baton. I don't know what you do. Yeah, well, he and I are kind of partners, so he's over the art, artistic side of the organization. I oversee all of the staff and the organization and the business side of the organization. So. And um, you enjoying yourself so far? Yes, very much. I'm I, I'm new to wheeling, but I've gotten acquainted. Um, people have been so welcoming, and I've really enjoyed getting to know the area and um, being here. What attracted you to to the, the if not to wheeling to the Wheeling Symphony? Sure. Well, I've been working for orchestras my whole career. I studied oboe, um, but then realized after college there were people that worked backstage at orchestras, too. <laughs> and so, actually, I was at the Pittsburgh Symphony for about nine years. Okay. Um, from Pittsburgh originally, so I'm familiar with that part portion of the region. Um, but I was at the Nashville Symphony the last eight years in Tennessee. Um, and, you know, I was, I'd been only working at large organizations, uh, Pittsburgh Symphony and Nashville Symphony are big, very, very big. And, um, but I, I, Wheeling Symphony has been on the map in my mind for quite some time. And I got to know John Devlin, um, and just the more I got to know the organization and John and, and, uh, I was really aspiring to be an executive director, kind of in charge of it all. Um, <laughs> the, the job opened up. I put my hat in the ring, and uh, here I am. You and John have to be compatible. I, I mean, I, I assume that's something that's very important. 
and this, the board probably had to look at that too. Do the two of you get along well together? Because you kind of manage the same thing from two different perspectives. Yeah, we definitely are a team and a partnership. Um, I got to know him through a, a mutual friend who's also a conductor. And um, John had, had, has a podcast, too, which you might be aware of, the Upbeat Podcast. So actually, that gave me a lot of intel as to <laughs> you know, what his enthusiasms uh, were about in, within the, the music industry. And, and we really just click on a lot of the ways we think about the industry and how we want to bring classical music and, and, and popular music forward with an orchestra. Um, so we just we have a lot of fun conversations together. This has been a, in my mind, a particularly exciting and good season. I mean, this has been a lot of really, really good. Both the pop side of things and the classical side have been just really good concerts. Yeah, I think you know. Uh, credit goes to to John and the and the and the leadership before me um, for booking this amazing season. I think that you know the vision for uh, what Wheeling deserves is high quality, nationally recognized artists, and um, that's both on the pop side and the classical side. And so it has been a very exciting season, a very a varied season from Sutton Foster to the Violins of Hope, and yeah. and um, even Harry Potter we had last month. It was uh, a sellout, wasn't it? It was a sellout, which was a record for. Us, and um, it was really a delight to see that many families coming out and enjoying the orchestra together. It's a, I assume it is a great way to bring new potential fans to the symphony. You know, it brings people in who wouldn't normally be symphony attenders. You know, there's still the image that hangs around that you got to be somehow, I don't know what you got to be, put on a t- tuxedo and, you know, hey, you must go no, and do a very good job. I'm going to go to the symphony. And you can do that, I guess, if you want to. But uh, the, the symphony really is for everybody. And, um, once people experience that, Harry Potter is a good example, I suppose, I would think, of yeah. bringing whole families in, that, that they understand it better. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, I am the heart and my deepest part of my heart believe that orchestral music is for everyone. But I think it's up to us to do the hard work of making sure that we're doing we're spreading the word and mm-hmm. presenting ourselves and presenting the programming in a way that is enticing. Um, to people to give us a try and then I think once people walk through the doors they they really do enjoy it and then we want to just keep serving them and helping them come back for more. Um, you have a great con well I'm going to assume it's great it certainly sounds like it's gonna be a great concert coming up just this weekend as a matter of fact um, one of the stars of Hamilton which is a ungodly popular and also just a phenomenally good show mm-hmm. uh, one of the big stars coming in. Yeah, yeah, this Friday, February 16th at 7.30, Renee Elise Goldsberry is coming, and she is a nationally renowned Broadway artist. She's also an actor, and yeah, she debuted one of the roles in Hamilton, among many other things on TV and and Broadway. Uh, She is coming, and with her band, so the, the... that. She brings a band. Yeah, she's bringing her band and three backup singers. Wow. It's going to be a party. Oh. I'm going to tell you. It's going to be a party at the Capitol Theater with the orchestra on See, stage. I'm picturing that she would come and be on stage and would sing symphony backer up or stuff. So she's bringing a band and backup singers. Yeah, and the orchestra. It's going to be a Vegas show. It, it's going to be a big, big party, I think. <laughs> a great way to celebrate the week. Um, but she's singing everything. She's a very versatile singer, and she's singing everything from jazz to gospel, even some folk and pop, um, but of course Broadway. So yeah. we're excited to, to hear her live with the orchestra it should be good and you're doing a, a pre-show event is is it some the chamber i think yeah we're partnering with the wheeling chamber and they have these business after hours events and we're actually helping host it um this friday from five to seven in the ballroom at the capitol uh what time does the concert start i should ask that Seven thirty. 
Mm-hmm. And so um, how's it going to work? She, uh, The symphony will have its own segment, I assume, and then she'll also have her little performance time. Yeah, well, we're opening. I say little performance yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should, that's, that was very patronizing of no, me to put no, it that no. way. Well, yeah, it's a good question, though. But, um, yeah, we're going to open the, the whole concert with a Hamilton medley that's just for orchestra to kind of kick off the night. But most of the show is going to be her and her band with the orchestra. I think she's going to talk a lot from stage and tell some stories. So um, it's going to be 95% her with the orchestra, which is really going to make for a full evening. Now, will you do some things from Hamilton? Are you, are you going to do the King George stuff? Because I love those songs. <laughs> I, you'll be back. Wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got just a couple features from that, and um, of course, we're going to cover as much as we can in this kind of Hamilton medley that I mentioned um, that the orchestra will do at the top of the uh, top of the concert. But yeah, I'm really excited to hear kind of all the different versions of of her personality yeah. in, in the music that she's going to sing. That is um, so that'll she'll be part. Of, that sounds that sounds like a like a good evening of entertainment. Oh yeah, people can sit back, relax. I think it's going to be a great way to end the week. Um, you can you know enjoy uh, the evening with a special someone or you know just with a group of friends whatever whatever version works for you but um I th- i'm really looking forward to finally hearing her in person it, listen we've been talking about valentine's day today since it is valentine's day and uh, maybe if you forgot to do anything for your sweetie uh now mm-hmm. and it's probably too late to get in some of the nicer restaurants Get some tickets to make it a Valentine's Day gift. Absolutely. Come down, have dinner at one of the amazing restaurants down here, and and, uh, come see the show. We've got really affordable tickets, and um, that would be a great way to to wine and dine your sweetheart. (laughs) So if if for anybody, Howard, for anybody who has forgotten to get things for their spouse or their loved one, Good, plenty of time to get tickets. That's a good idea. Tickets, yeah. uh, tickets, uh, tickets, and a dinner on Friday night. That could be. A, oh yeah, honey, I'm sorry I couldn't take you out tonight. I <laughs> I was going to, but I thought we'd be much more fun by going to the symphony. You know? Absolutely, make it an extended night of celebration, <laughs> and um, yeah, we would love to help make your night that great. Ten to the hour here on the Washington Morning Show. Bob, do I need to need to do a break? Correct. We do. We will take care of business. I want to come back talk about what else is coming up for the symphony as well here on the Watchdog Morning Show. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the Chief of Cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're gonna get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we're here 24 seven, we're available to see somebody. Every weeknight at 6 p.m., join the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi, on The Watchdog. Tony informs and entertains WVU fans with the latest Mountaineer sports news. If it happens in the world of gold and blue, Tony knows about it and shares it with you. Sportsline, weeknights at 6 on The Watchdog. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? 
we can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. My love, my darling, I've for your touch alone, Spanning the generations of love with uh, bumper music of love this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show as we celebrate. Uh, Valentine's Day today. We can continue to take any of your text if you'd like to at 304-214-1600 on uh, good places to go for Valentine's Day. I don't know if you can get into too many places at this stage of the game, but where did you, would you, or would you like to take your sweetie if you were going for someplace special? I keep saying romantic, but maybe it's not what you want to do for Valentine's Day, but what's a good Valentine's Day date? Uh, we've had quite a good response to that so far. Text us if you'd like to 304-214-1600. Sonia Thoms is with us this morning uh, from the Wheeling Symphony, the executive director, fairly new executive director. And we're talking about this concert coming up, uh, Renee Goldsberry on Friday. Um, what else is coming up there? You have several other concerts coming up. Yeah, we've got concerts about every month. Uh, we've got our pop series and our masterwork series. So our next one is in March, March 8th. That's going to feature um, a Grammy Award winning percussion ensemble from Chicago called Third Coast Percussion. We're really excited um, to welcome them to Wheeling. And that will premiere, um, uh, do the Wheeling premiere of a new work by Clarice Assad. But March is Music in Our Schools Month. I'm oh. not sure if um, everybody knows that. We're really excited to celebrate and do our part celebrating um, music education here in the Ohio Valley. We are going to be really promoting student attendance at the concert. We've got a ticket offer for music educators. And so Music in Our Schools Month is something we're really, really excited to kind of lean into. Um, we're actually even going to have our first ever Music Educator Award, um, mm, which we'll, we'll reveal more about that at the concert. But uh, we just, you know, we feel really strongly that our place here is to support the music education Well, the symphony culture. has always done a lot of work with the school system. Um, mm -hmm. Frequently, I know that uh, guest performers will be will go out and talk to the students or you know, small performance or something like that. So, I mean, it's not new to, I mean, music in the school's month may be a real focus time, but it's not new for the symphony. Right. Well, and we, of course, have our youth orchestra, which, um, you know, is kind of enhances uh, young, young musicians' experience, um, builds upon the experience they're getting in the schools, and we really want to partner with uh, music educators, their teachers, uh, in order to just enhance their music education. So yeah, there's a long, long um, tradition and history with um, Wheeling Symphony and music education. Ohio County schools in particular, and I don't mean to disregard others, I simply know more about Ohio County. Ohio County schools really work hard at providing good music education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we also have a, a, you know students from kind of all a little bit all over the Ohio Valley, uh, John Marshall um, uh, High School. Uh, we often kind of like alternate where the youth orchestra concert is, if it's there or mm -hmm. It's at Wheeling Park, and um, but yeah, we want to. We're adding winds and brass um, to our youth orchestra this spring. It's been just.
those strings for a while. So it's great to kind of welcome even more students in, and those those are even coming from further away. So what else is coming up? Well, in April, we've got a really fun concert. So maybe you can buy tickets for your sweetie for this Friday. Listen, and listen up, Bob. Listen and, up. And in April, April 26th, it's Sinatra and Beyond. The um, music of Sinatra, sir. Oh, yeah. and That uh, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> we've got the premier um, singer in the nation right now, Tony Desaire, coming. I've heard him, worked with him before in Nashville, and he is just really tremendous so he'll come and 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 perform with the orchestra um so that one is not to be missed either back in the day back in the day when bob and i would go out and hang out at uh, certain saloons in town <laughs> we would uh put all of our money into the jukebox and play Sinatra songs. Nobody in that bar liked us because everybody else <laughs> left. <laughs> but we would just it'd be Sinatra all day long. The music of Sinatra. You, you got the place to yourself. We then. did, exactly <laughs> right. So that's April 26th, I think. What mm-hmm. else is coming up real quick? Yeah, we'll close our, our Capital Series season on May 10th. Um, we're actually welcoming back a, another Grammy Award winning um, ensemble. This is a string ensemble called Time for Three. Mm-hmm. They are a big, uh, big deal now. And fun fact, 20 years ago, their debut was with the Wheeling Symphony. Really? So That's kind of neat. We are really excited to welcome them back and close out our season um, at the Capitol. And uh, by then, we'll be announcing next season by April and May. So stay tuned for a lot more. I know you won't tell me, but have you got, uh, you know what's coming up? Is the season kind of already in place or uh, mostly in place? Yeah, things are starting to fall into place. Still waiting for a couple more confirmations. But, um, you know, we're, we're really working to do another movie like Harry Potter um, and just really showcasing next year is our 95th anniversary so we are going to take that opportunity to kind of lean into what music has meant here in wheeling and to the ohio valley and showcase some of our musicians as soloists and uh you know really just lean into our tagline is your community in concert and so really kind of explore that even more well, we'll look forward to getting the announcement when the time comes of yeah. what's coming up next season. Tell you what, you're going to have a hard time beating this season, though. This has been a really, really good season uh, all the way around. Hey, thanks for coming in this morning. Thank uh, you. People who are interested can call this box office open now, or how yeah. can I get tickets? Yeah, you can always get tickets on willingsymphony.com online, but you can call our office um, open during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And, um, again, if, you, if you're like <clears throat> some people, you forgot to get your spouse anything uh, nice for Valentine's Day, Get a couple of tickets or just you know, have them reserved so you can say, I've got tickets and we're going to go to dinner and, uh, and uh, the concert on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. And you, might, you might salvage this out the Valentine's Day if yeah. you do that. <laughs> It'd be great. It would, it would knock me off my feet. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Nice to meet you. Appreciate All right. it. We'll talk again, I'm sure. Nine o'clock, Watchdog Morning Show. Flew Hardy is coming in in the next hour of the show. Uh, he's been stirring things up down in Charleston. He'll stir things up with us. And uh, we had hoped to have Senator Manchin on today. He was going to be with us, but I think we have to move that to Friday. So uh, busy hour coming up next hour right here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 9 o'clock. Go, let's be the